We interrupt your regularly scheduled podcast to bring you Listen, Watch, Discuss. Enjoy the show. Hey everyone, welcome back to Listen, Watch, Discuss. As always, I'm your host, Brent Aiken. And on tonight's episode, I will be reviewing the latest Disney Plus Marvel series, Miss Marvel. So, uh, yeah, I know I said this episode was going to premiere yesterday, and my Simpsons movie review, was uh, that episode was going to premiere today. Uh, I'm just going to, and I, I just decided to, I was a little tired last night from work, so I just decided to put this episode, put both episodes off until today. So, uh, I'm, I'll be recording both of these episodes back to back. Um, so yeah. So my Miss Marvel review will be uploaded in maybe 30, 40 minutes, depending on, that'll probably be about how long I spend on this review or this episode. And then the Simpsons movie episode, uh, review will be posted 30, 40 minutes after this one. So, uh, be on the lookout for that one. Uh, but yeah, so again, uh, just, you know, uh, precaution, you know, just as a warning for everyone out there, if you, um, have seen, if you have not seen the show, uh, there will be spoilers. So if you don't want to be spoiled, uh, please, if you wouldn't mind, uh, pausing the podcast, pausing this episode, uh, going to Disney plus watching the show and then come back and then coming back once you've finished it. But if you don't care about spoilers, uh, and, or, and, or you just want to hear me, uh, hear my thoughts on the show before you watch it. And yeah, you don't mind being spoiled then by all means, uh, please continue. So, uh, but with that being said, uh, let's get on to the review. So Miss Marvel is, like I said, the latest Marvel series, uh, on Disney plus. And it is also, it is the seventh, uh, series in the MCU. Um, and the second of this year, the first one, of course, being Moon Knight back in March, and um, and the show follows uh, it's the introduction of a brand new superhero, just like with Moon Knight. Uh, we're introduced uh, basically. We follow this girl uh, in Jersey City uh, named Kamala Khan, and she's a, a teenage Pakistani girl or Pakistani American girl, and uh, she uncovers this, uh, bangle, which is like, um, it's kind of, it's kind of like a, a, a metal wristband. Um, but she uncovers this bangle, uh, in a box in her attic. That's a part of her, you know, uh, that's been passed down in her family. And, um, and one day when she, uh, goes to, or one night when she goes to AvengerCon, which is, it's the first year ever of the, uh, AvengerCon, which is, uh, where all the fanboys and fangirls meet to, you know, cosplay and, and, um, and just get together and, and, you know, share their love for all the Avengers and all the other superheroes in the MCU, you know? And I was like, oh, that's kind of a cool concept. But, uh, but yeah, but one night, yeah, she is, her favorite superhero is Captain Marvel. So she decides to cosplay as her for this costume contest at AvengerCon. Uh, she ends up going and accidentally unlocking you know, uh, when she puts the bangle on, she finds out that she has powers or it, it gives her powers and it, or, and it unlocks her powers. And, um, and you know, the rest of the show is, or that the show then is, you know, kind of her figuring out how to use her powers. Uh, you know, her and her friend Bruno end up, you know, we, uh, we get to see them testing out her powers, uh, you know, trying to figure out what costume, would be, would look the best, you know, she, uh, you know, thinks, thinks about that for a little bit, you know, tries to decide what would look best. Um, and, and, and the show is, the rest of it is, you know, her trying to figure out how to use her powers properly and also trying to, you know, kind of, uh, dive deep into her family history and figure out where this bangle came from and why she has powers. And, um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, there's more to it, but that's like the basic overall plot of the show. Um, so yeah, I will be going into spoilers, uh, in a few minutes, but I would like to say that, uh, I liked the show. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, I didn't like it better than Moon Knight. Uh, Moon Knight was 
great. Uh, but this is still pretty good. I still I still enjoyed it a lot. Um, one thing that I love that it did, uh, it it gave me uh, Spider Man vibes, and when I say Spider Man, I'm most I'm mostly talking about the MCU Spider Man, the Tom Holland Spider Man. Um, I mean, and for in more ways than one, but one way it reminded me of Spider Man was obviously you've got this uh, teenage kid who gets superpowers either through a freak accident or some you know some. It, maybe not necessarily a freak accident. In Peter's case, it was a freak accident, but you know, uh, but it's basically you know, in both both superheroes, you know, are teenage kids in a small city, small small kind of big small biggish small city, you know, uh, <laughs> one you know one being in New York, Spider Man, and the other being in uh, uh, Jersey City, uh, or one being in New York, and then yeah, and um, and then you know through an accident. They end up getting superpowers, and, you know, they have to keep their identities a secret for fear of, you know, either losing their the loved ones close to them or putting them in danger in some way. And, um, you know, so a few similarities right there, which, uh, you know, not saying, like, it was a direct ripoff, uh, although they are both Marvel characters. So, I mean, like, obviously you could say that Miss Marvel was inspired from Spider-Man because Spider-Man came before Miss Marvel did. Because uh, I don't think she was introduced until like 2014 in the Marvel comics. Meanwhile, Spider-Man's been around since, I want to say the f- 60s, 50s? Mm, well, I'm not quite sure on the timeline on that. But Spider-Man's been around longer. But, you know, so obviously, and obviously, you know, there are a bunch of superheroes from Marvel. So, I mean, obviously some are probably, so, some some comic creators that, you know, write Marvel comics and come up with new characters, they're probably inspired from superheroes that were from the past, you know, that were created for Marvel comics in the past. Um, so yeah, so there's some similarities there. Um, and, and they're kind of quirky and plucky, you know, both, both, uh, Kamala, uh, Miss Marvel, you know, and Peter Spider-Man are both, uh, kind of, you know, kind, kind of quips, you know, kind of throw some quips and jokes, you know, and, and are both, you know, likable protagonists, you know, just trying to look out for the ones they love. Very admirable, you know. Um, but in another way, but but besides that, uh, th- there's also oh yeah, and they're also their best friend, and also something else that the uh, two have in common. Uh, both of their respective best friends have a crush on on them, like uh, well, in in, in you know, because in uh, Spider Man, the Spider Man trilogy, uh, MJ kind of had a crush on Peter. Um, and Peter had a crush on her, you know, or MJ kind of had a crush on her there. I mean on him. And then, uh, Bruno, uh, Kamala's friend in this show has a crush on her. And, uh, Bruno even kind of reminds me of Peter, just the way he, just his mannerisms and the way he talks. Uh, and also the fact that he is kind of a tech genius, maybe not quite to, maybe not quite at Peter's level, but he is still pretty smart in his own right. And, and we, you know, we do see that in the show, especially in the first two episodes, you know, and, and well, and throughout, but you know, he, he's, he's not in, uh, like four and five or he's not, he's not present for too long in those episodes. Cause Kamala ends up going to Karachi, uh, in Pakistan, but, um, which I'll get into that later, but yeah. So, but what we see of him, you know, when he's helping Kamala, uh, test out her powers, she, or he is, uh, you know, he's going through these extensive tests and, you know, and we see, and we do see him building these cool gadget, cool makeshift gadgets, kind of like Peter would do, you know, but, but, you know, unlike Peter, he doesn't quite have the, although now Peter doesn't have it at all, (laughs) but, you know, Peter used to have Tony Stark backing him up, you know, he used to have some really great A equipment and, uh, Bruno, not so much, you know, but, but what he does, so his, his, uh, gadgets do kind of look a little bit more makeshift than, uh, Peter's do, but, um, but yeah, every time Bruno talked, I'm like, he kind of reminds me of a younger Peter, <laughs> like how Peter was when we first met him in Civil War, you know, like that aged Peter, you know, but, um, but yeah, and, and, but another thing besides, you know, and there's some similarities, you know, um, which, yeah, again, not to say that that's a bad thing at all. Uh, in fact, it's almost obvious that there would be some similarities given that, you know, uh, obviously, you know, that, like I said about the Marvel comics, you know, uh, Miss Marvel came out in like 2014. 
Spider-Man has been around for decades, so, you know, obviously going to be some similarities, and especially with how many superheroes there are in the comics, you know. But but another thing that, uh, that it, uh, another way it reminded me of the Spider-Man movies, or, you know, the Tom Holland ones, is uh, the, the style of the show. Like, um, Kamala is a very artistic, very artsy, artistic uh, uh, girl, and she, you know, she draws a lot of fan art. She has a bunch of posters of Captain Marvel, her favorite hero, uh, in her room. Uh, you know, she's very quirky and upbeat and positive. And, um, and, and uh, because she is an artist, you know, because she dabbles in, uh, in art uh, and drawings, we do see a lot of that in the show. Uh, and we, we see a lot of her art style. We see a lot of that in the style of the show. Like, uh, there in, I believe it was episode one. Yeah, 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 it was episode one. Uh, we see, um, uh, Kamala and Bruno, uh, heading back to Kamala's house to get ready for AvengerCon. And, uh, I believe they were getting ready for AvengerCon. But yeah, they, they were leaving school and, um, and, uh, they were discussing, you know, who she should go as. And, <clears throat> and, uh, or, you know, if she should go as a variation of Captain Marvel, you know, instead of just regular Captain Marvel. And as they were discussing who she should go as to AvengerCon, um, they, they were walking by these buildings, and on the buildings were uh, graffiti of uh, kept popping up, of, of uh, variations of Captain Marvel, like whatever they were, like they'd meant, they were like, oh, hey, we, maybe you could go as a Doctor Strange-Captain Marvel hybrid, and then, like, we'd see Captain Marvel and Doctor Strange fuse together and, like, appear as graffiti on this brick wall, at, you know, as they were saying it, like, at, at the same time. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. And then and then every now and then, like, uh, in Episode 6, another good example, uh, Kamala is coming up with a plan to get rid of uh, damage control, uh, the Department of Damage Control, and... um she draws out her plan on a chalkboard and we see the, the chalk drawings, uh, move around. I mean, you know, obviously like this is kind of her imagination, like her thinking through the plan. So it's not like in, it's not like all the other characters are noticing it move around. It's just, we, the audience are kind of seeing it from Kamala's perspective, you know? So it's like the drawing, her drawings of the, of the plan they're about to enact, you know, are, are moving around and, I, I, I like that about the show. It it gives it more of a unique uh it gives it more of a unique feel, you know, and, and the the style gives it more of a unique feel and uh I think it looks cool. But yeah, it does and because it does remind me of Spider Man the Spider Man movies, Tom Holland ones in that way because in the uh, I think they did it in the movies, but but mostly in the uh end credits. Uh you know, or at least the end credits you know, right after the movie ended. You know, we'd see like all these, this stylistic draw, these stylistic draw drawings uh, during the credits. You know, like like Peter was sketching in his notebook almost. You know, and uh, and I thought that was cool. And also, they did that a lot in uh, Into the Spider Verse too, which I know technically isn't an MCU movie, but it is a Marvel movie featuring Spider Man. But yeah, I did. But yeah, even though it's not part of the MCU, it reminded me of that in that way because it was. You know, even though it was animated, it also kind of did that a lot with the the art style. You know, where, like, they'd be talking about something, and then we'd see the drawings, Miles' drawings in his notebook come to life, you know, or kind of move around. And and uh, I thought that was cool. But, yeah, so, um, yeah, another thing I liked about the show, too, was um, I did I did like that we... Uh, got a little bit more diversity. I liked that we got um, a Pakistani family, you know, who uh, well, we got a Muslim Pakistani family or Pakistani family, and uh, I thought that was kind of neat because you know we've haven't seen that in the MCU before. You know, I thought that was pretty cool because uh, and not that it was a hot too uh, prominent of a display on his character, but like uh, Moon Knight, uh, Mark Stevens was. Um, <clears throat> Uh, I mean, not Mark Stevens, uh, Stephen Grant, uh, Mark, uh, Stephen, or, sorry, Stephen, Mark's other personality, wait, sorry, Mark, my bad, <laughs> I got the two of them mixed up, uh, but in Moon Knight, we see Mark, 
uh, is Jewish. You know, we see that in a flashback in episode five when Mark and Stephen are reliving and uncovering their childhood trauma and their, their trauma they've suppressed throughout the years. We see, uh, and kind of a spoiler for Moon Knight, but we see uh, the two of them, and again, they're one person because they, well, uh, Stephen, or Mark Spector has uh, DID, Dissociative Identity Disorder. So Stephen and Mark are the same person. Stephen's just a split personality of his. But but anyway, when I say the two of them, I mean, the, it, you know, he's just one guy. But, you know, we see a scene where uh, they're at his mother, their mother's funeral, and he's wearing a yarmulke on his head. And it's like, oh, okay. You know, it's kind of neat, you know, little display of, you know, his religion and his, you know, uh, group of people, you know, his race people. So I thought that was neat. And, you know, and it's not forced, you know, it's just showing, hey, this is the life of just an average family in Jersey City who just happened to be Pakistani, who just happened to practice the Muslim faith and who just happened to be Pakistani or Pakistani Americans, you know, uh, just happened to be immigrants, you know, um, or at least the parents do the, the brother and sister. I believe, I believe Amir, uh, Amir was born. I believe they said, yeah, he was born in America and Kamala was definitely born in America, but, but you know, I, I, I thought that was neat. I appreciated that. I mean, and obviously I'm not Muslim or Pakistani, <laughs> I'm white, <laughs> but, um, but you know, it, it is cool for like any, uh, any Pakistani or any Muslim people, especially any, uh, teenage Pakistani girls, you know, they, they kind of see someone and they can identify with them a little bit more because they're like, Hey, got a superhero that looks like me and, and, uh, maybe not acts like me, you know, cause obviously you're not going to fully 100% see yourself represented uh, on, in every movie and show, you know, no one does, you know, if, cause if everyone did, I mean, you know, it'd be a little boring and it'd be a little predictable, you know, but, but everyone, no matter what the race or gender or orientation or religion or whatever anyone is, everyone, you want a main character who you can kind of gravitate towards, you know, no matter, you know, what the, you know, yeah, like I said, no matter what gender or religion or anything, any of that they are, you know, you want someone that you can still kind of like, you want a likable protagonist or at least a compelling protagonist. And I think Kamala is a pretty interesting protagonist. Like I said, she's quirky and upbeat. She's very, uh, yeah, she's very quirky and upbeat. She is hopeful, optimistic, you know, uh, she's not, you know, we see her, uh, kind, caring side of her, uh, you know, her, uh, her being a fan automatically kind of makes you kind of gravitates you more towards her because you're a fan assuming you're watching it. I mean, you, I mean, you probably are considering you're watching the show, but you know, her being a fan of the Avengers and especially Captain Marvel, you know, makes you feel like, Oh, okay. So she's a fangirl like me or a, or a fan like me. I mean, if you're a guy, you're not a fangirl, you know, but, but anyway, yeah, you know, it's like, Oh, well, she's a fan like me. It kind of uh, makes me relate to her even more, even if you're, like I said, not not Muslim or Pakistani or a teenage girl. <laughs> so, uh, so, so I liked that, but yeah, she was a likable character. Uh, I liked her powers too. Uh, and, and what I thought was cool is that what I, what I know, because I haven't read the comics, but I have looked up, you know, and, and, and I've listened and, uh, read comments on Reddit and listened to some podcasts talking about the show. And apparently, yeah, like I said, Miss Marvel's comics, and her character, they were introduced in uh, 2014. And uh, her power is similar uh, in the comics. Uh, you know, in the show, in the comics, they're similar, but they're, they're a little different. In the comics, what she could do was she, uh, she kind of had like Mr. Fantastic powers where she could stretch. Uh, except instead of stretching, she could embiggen. She could grow or embiggen uh, her limbs. You know, like if she needed to punch something uh, or block something, you know, she could embiggen her fist and it would just like kind of stretch her hand, her hand would stretch out into a giant, like f 50 times bigger version of her hand, you know, and, um, and they kind of do that here and they kind of don't, but w what it is basically in the show, how they change it a little bit, um, is, uh, instead of her hands and legs and, you know, instead of her limbs embiggening, 
uh, there's like every time she activates the bangle and uses her powers, um, uh, a, like a ray of light. It's like it's like a it's almost like a crystallized light, or it's a, like a crystallized ray of light surrounds her hand, and it kind of uh, embiggens the projection of her hand. If that makes sense, like her 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 physical hand doesn't get bigger, or her physical leg or foot doesn't get bigger. You know. It's just uh, the projection of her hand via the crystallized light, if that makes sense. Like, it's like she's projecting uh, a light version of her hand. Like, it's like a blue, it's like a blue and purple and maybe even a little bit of a yellow projection of her hand. And it's like, and it looks like, it kind of looks like it's made out of rock candy, but like see-through rock candy. You know, it's like, like I said, it's crystallized. So... I think it, I think it looks cool, and uh, and I actually liked her powers, and also and not only that, but she can like project little. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of the word, she can project little um, steps. Like if she if she needs to, like if she if she needs to get away, like she can like project little uh, crystallized, like physical little physical crystallized uh, stepping stones almost. Like, like imagine like if she's running through the air or if, imagine if you're like walking on water, but you're on stepping stones, you know, like, like there's stones in the water and you're walking on them. It's kind of like that, except like if she's like walking through the, it's, except she's walking through the air and, uh, projecting with her hands, you know, these, uh, crystallized stepping stones in a way. Obviously they're not actual stepping stones, but that was the best thing. That was the first thing I, best thing I could compare it to, but, um. Uh, but yeah, so I thought her powers were pretty cool. And obviously I know some people are probably, if, you know, they're a fan of, you know, and if they're not, it probably won't bother them. But if they're a fan already of the character and they've read the comics, you know, I could see some people maybe being upset by the change. But me, as someone who hasn't read, and and that's totally understandable. But for me, someone who hasn't seen, I mean, someone who hasn't read the comics and didn't know this character existed until you know, I watched the show and what, or watched the trailer, you know, a month or two ago and then watched the show, you know, I was like, okay, I like the powers. I thought they looked cool. You know, I mean the, and again, it's a TV budget, but I thought the CGI, uh, whenever she used her powers, I thought held up, looked pretty good. Um, and yeah, and again, like, yeah, like I said, it being a TV show, obviously they're going to have to spread the budget across the six episodes, you know, but I thought it held up, looked pretty good, looked pretty solid. And obviously when she appears in the Marvels, it's probably going to look even better. But, um, but yeah. Uh, oh yeah, let me talk about the rest of the characters and then I'll go, and then I'll go into some spoilers about the plot. So, so, uh, yeah. So, um, Kamala, Kamala Khan, she is played by, I feel like I'm going to butcher this name. Iman Valani. Iman, I think it's Iman, yeah, and uh, she does a pretty good job, yeah, like I said, she she does a great job, uh, Matt Lintz uh, plays her friend Bruno, and um, he does a pretty good job, he's, uh, like I said, he's like the, which you, you know, you see in all, in movies and shows all the time, but he's the best friend with a crush, uh, who, you know, the, the crush doesn't know that, or that, you know, the protagonist doesn't know that their best friend has a crush on them, um, and, you know, they're always, and, and they're always very loyal, and always kind of trying to tell them how they feel, but they can't quite, and it's not like he's always stuttering and stammering and turning red when he sees her, but, you know, it's, uh, but it is similar to that, where it's like, you know, he, every now and then he'll try to tell her how he feels, or he'll give her a glance, like, kind of, a, maybe romantically, and then he'll just, like, uh, it's, anyway, you know, <laughs> like, go back, go back to whatever they were talking about prior to, to that, you know, and, uh, but, you know, I, I liked him, he was, he was a good friend, he was a good sidekick, good character, you know, and I don't know, I'd actually kind of like to see the two of them get together, uh, assuming that they get another season. Of course, if not, I mean, as, as, per, as expected, I mean, they're going to show up in future I mean, she's going to show up in the Marvels, you know, so we'll probably get a Bruno cameo anyway. Uh, but, you know, they're going to show up in future movies and shows, whether this show, whether their own show gets a second season or not, you know, because some of the shows have not and are not getting 
a second season. Some of them are just one and done, you know. Unlike, you know, like Loki and What If, who have, you know, who have been greenlit for second seasons. But, uh, but yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I liked, and I kind of liked the chemistry they had in a way. I mean, their friendship, you know, so I was like, I'd like to see the two of them get together. They don't have to. I mean, I like their friendship, but it, it, I wouldn't mind if they did, you know, I liked it a lot. Uh, Yasmin Fletcher does a pretty good job at playing, uh, Kamala's friend, uh, Nakia. And, um, and she has a good little storyline where she's trying to run for like, uh, she runs, she tries to run for a position on the mosque, on the board at the, at the mosque, the, uh, um, their house of worship, the Pakistani Muslim house of worship. And, um, and I thought that was cool. Um, and she, and she is kind of like the strong, confident character and, uh, and she, she's her best girlfriend, you know, cause Bruno's her best guy friend. Nakia is her best girlfriend and the three, and I do, whenever all three of them share a scene, you know, they do have a pretty good chemistry, you know, they, their friendship really shows. And, um, and, and they kind of remind me in a way, and again, go, <laughs> drawing some Spider-Man parallels, they kind of remind me of Peter, Ned and MJ from the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies. Uh, you know, these last three recent ones. And, um, and I liked that, you know. Uh, obviously they're not all exactly the, the exact same characters, but they gave me that kind of vibe, you know? Um, uh, Kamala's parents, Zenobia Shroff, uh, plays her mother, Muniba, Muniba. Again, I'm sorry if anyone's Pakistani, (laughs) uh, listening to this. Um, sorry, I'm butchering I'm sorry if I'm butchering some of the names. Uh, she plays her mom. She does a great job at playing, you know, the mom. Uh, Mohan Kapoor plays Yusuf, uh, her father. And they're both, you know, kind of the typical parents. But they do, but they're not, you know, it's, well, it's not like the, you know, the mom's stuck up and the dad's kind of lazy or dumb, you know, because that's been done to death in, in <laughs> you know, you could count, you could count uh, all the way back to like the 90s you know, that trope's been done in every sitcom since, like, 92, you know, um, I mean, The Simpsons probably is the most popular example of that, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, no, but I mean, they're, they're the typical parents in the sense that they, they do, they're a little overprotective, especially, um, Muniba, uh, especially her mom is of, of Kamala, but, uh, but, you know, they just, you know, they care about her, and they want to see her succeed, and so, you know, and, and plus we find out kind of a little bit why Muniba is uh, a little bit more protective of Kamala uh, later in the show. We see kind of why she is a little bit more, and um, besides the surface stuff. So I thought that was pretty cool. But uh, but they, they both have some funny lines, and I like their chemistry too with Kamala. And, and by themselves, I mean, they have some funny moments. Uh, there's this one funny moment when uh, they're trying to get to, when she's trying to go to AvengerCon, and... Um, and <laughs> Muni, her mom's like, okay, well, we've already picked out a costume for you. And, uh, and it's supposed to be, it's, uh, it's, um, like a Pakistani wardrobe. It's like a, a green and purple dress. And she's like, oh, you can go as, as Hulk. Uh, and then her dad pops out from behind her, like, uh, Muniba's opened her, d- the door to her room. And, uh, and Yusuf, her father uh, comes out from, out the outside of the hallway and he's like all painted green and he's like the Hulk wearing green and purple and shit. And, and, uh, and her mom's like, Oh, you can go as big Hulk and little Hulk, you know? And, and she's, and obviously, you know, it's like the typical parents embarrassing their kid, but you know, it's, it's not done to an over the top extreme, you know, it's, it's subtle and it's, it's a funny moment. And, you know, it's, it's, you know, not like they're, stupid. It's not like they're being stupid and, and embarrassing her in front of the whole school or anything. They're just, you know, it's a little sweet, embarrassing moment, you know, shared with them. Uh, but, but her, but you know, that scene was funny uh, and I love her reaction. She's like, what are you guys doing? There's no big Hulk and little Hulk. There's just one Hulk. <laughs> um, although there's about to be two Hulks when uh, she Hulk premieres later this year. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, that was, that was a funny scene. They do a great job. Her brother, Sagar Shaika Shaik Shaik again sorry if I'm butchering some of these uh plays her brother Amir and 
and he, and he has a little interesting story. Uh, we see him uh, getting married. Uh, he's about to, uh, you know, he's about he's he's not, he's getting married, and we see his wedding in I think episode three, and um, yeah, him and his wife, his girlfriend, fiance, wife, have some nice chemistry with the f- scenes that she that him and her are together in. Um, Lauren Marsden plays Zoe Zimmer, uh, the most popular girl at Kamala's school, um, who, interestingly enough, isn't really a bully. Uh, or she might, at first, you know, upon first glance, she might, she kind of comes across as, oh, she's kind of going to be Kamala's foil. You know, she's going to be like the bully. She's going to kind of be Kamala's bully, you know. But, you know, and she comes across that way a little bit in the first episode, but after that, because uh, she ends up saving her life at the uh, an Avengers at AvengerCon, um, I won't tell you how you just have to see it. But uh, and she gets questioned by the do, the d the the DODC the uh, Damage Control Department of Damage Control, and they're like, uh, okay, so she tried to attack you, right? And you know they're trying to blame it on her, you know, trying to make her look bad. And Zoe's like, uh, no, she didn't attack me; she saved me. You know, she wasn't trying to kill me or anything, you know. And, um, but yeah, so that was good. Um, I thought the, the DODC agents did a good job. Uh, P. Cleary, uh, I thought she did good. Um, she doesn't have a whole lot to do, but she was good. Uh, Najma, uh, plays, uh, so, okay, so here's, I guess, where I'll get into some spoilers. Uh, she plays, she's kind of the villain too. Um, she ends up killing herself, (laughs) sacrificing herself, but she, uh, is the leader of the clandestines who are a race. They're kind of like humanoid aliens, but they're, they're a race of, of humanoid aliens. Uh, they look like humans, but they're aliens because they're from another place, you know, but they're, uh, she's the leader of this little group called the clandestines who were trying to return to their home world. Uh, of Noor, uh, and they're, they've, you know, and, and, and their backstory is pretty interesting, you know, they've been exiled to Earth, and it turns out that Kamala's great-great, or no, no, my bad, her great-grandmother, Aisha, was a member of the clandestines, and, uh, she, uh, you know, and, and we, and, you know, Kamala ends up, uh, when her and her mother go to Karachi in, uh, episode four, we find out, you know, Kamala goes digging into her family past, her heritage and her history with her family, and uh, finding out some uh, some good truths and some bad truths and some unfortunate truths about her family. But but all some very interesting and vital stuff to her, you know, being a superhero, kind of helping out with her powers and, you know, understanding what happened between her mother and her grandmother and great-grandmother, or, you know, so, so I I thought that was cool, um, and not to mention the, let me see, I, who's the, my, my wish, Hayat, Hayat, (laughs) again, I apologize, um, but she plays Aisha, she's in episode four, and even though she's only in that one episode, or wait, not episode four, uh, it was episode five, my bad, uh, right, let me check, I didn't want to mess that up, um, yeah, 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 no, it was episode five, yeah, so episode five, about half of it's a flashback to seeing, uh, Aisha, you know, marrying, uh, it's, it's like, it's, we, we get a little bit of a history lesson, kind of, or, you know, we find out, uh, or we see the, uh, partition, which is, uh, was this great, and by great, I mean terrible, but like this great big kind of exodus, kind of a war going on between the British who were invading India and, uh, and all the Indians and, you know, trying to, you know, some of them violently trying to get the British away and some of them nonviolently, you know, following, uh, Mahatma Gandhi, you know, his teachings of, of, you know, peaceful protest and nonviolence. And, uh, and I thought that was kind of cool how they kind of, similar with Shang-Chi, they kind of, took the culture and the heritage of, you know, Asian American, the Asian American heritage and kind of incorporated it into the style and look of the, of the show. I mean, of the movie, you know, uh, they kind of do that here with Miss Marvel where they, you know, incorporate something that happened in real life 
or the or the the look and feel of India and Pakistan and Pakistan and and you know and they and uh, incorporated into the look and feel of the show you know and and like I said they embrace the culture and heritage and then they incorporate something that happened in actual history into the show into the backstory of of you know the show which I thought was cool but yeah uh, we find out that Aisha was uh, a clandestine who, and she was with you know her group and uh, the leader um, crap forgot her name <laughs> it was a uh, uh, Naj- Najma I always said Majna uh, Najma their uh, leader uh, you know was trying to get her to come back with them but when she, but in, and she had the bangle uh, Aisha did she hid it from them because she didn't want them to go home because going opening using the bangle to open a veil like to tear the veil and the like a doorway, you know, but, uh, between or from earth to noir, their dimension would cause, you know, the destruction of earth. And, you know, she didn't want that. And she had a good thing going with her, her husband and her, you know, cause they just had a daughter and they were about to leave, uh, uh, Pakistan. Um, but, um, or, or it was India, you know, India, Pakistan, you know, they were about to leave on, on a train, you know, about to, you know, the mass exodus and, uh, she ends up dying, but Kamala, cause she gets, she ends up getting transported back to, I think it was 1942 was when that took place. Let me see. Yeah. Yeah. 1942. Uh, she finds Aisha and Aisha tells her, uh, you know, she, um, or Aisha tells Kamala to guide, uh, Sana to essentially guide Kamala's grandmother, Aisha's daughter, but you know, who would grow up to be Kamala's grandmother. She, t- uh, Aisha tells her to guide her, uh, to her husband, Hassan, cause they all end up getting separated. Cause there's a bunch of people trying to get on the train. And, uh, she's like, Hey, guide, guide my daughter to my husband, make sure they get out of here, you know? And, sh- and she does so without kind of like altering the timeline, you know, cause obviously she can't be seen, well, I mean, Aisha saw her, but, you know, I mean, not that that's really a plot hole, but it's just kind of like, oh, okay, well, I guess that's cool. <laughs> but, yeah, but, you know, she can't be seen. She, obviously, Kamala's trying not to be seen, so she ends up kind of projecting some stars uh, with her powers, and, and you know, Hassan and, and uh, Sana are reunited. And, um, and you know, and I thought that was cool that we got to see that. And, uh, and, it, and, and, and the bond between Kamala her mother and her grandmother was, was strengthened because of, you know, of them discovering that truth. And, uh, I thought that was cool. Um, even if Kamala didn't explicitly state, tell her grandmother, Hey, your mother was stabbed to death. (laughs) That's why, that's why you, that's why when you were separated, you couldn't find her again. She died, you know, she didn't. And obviously, yeah, to kind of, you know, separate, to, to kind of ease, to relieve her of any pain, she, you know, obviously she didn't tell her, you know, that, but it's not like she asked, and and obviously it was to, like I said, relieve her of any pain of, you know, oh my god, my mother died when I was a kid, you know, so, um, but, but, you know, it did, it did strengthen their bond, uh, and, and also because, uh, Kamala's mother was kind of, you know, a little mad at her mother and her great-grandmother especially, or, I mean, well, her, my, my bad, it was Kamala's great grandmother. It was her mother's grandmother. I'm sorry, I, <laughs> I got it mixed up. Uh, but yeah, so and she, yeah, obviously Kamala's mother was mad at her mother and grandmother uh, for you know kind of not moving to America with them, you know, and, and staying in Karachi, you know. And um, but yeah, so I thought that was neat uh, that we got to see a little bit of that. Or I, th- I thought it was cool that they showed that. Uh, I liked the flashback. I liked that little, cause that was about half the episode. I want to say about half the episode was, was just us, uh, spending time with Aisha and Hassan and, and Sana and, uh, and not that we need it, but part of me would have been like, oh, that'd been cool if we had like a whole show, like a little mini series, you know, of just, you know, like Aisha and the tension between the clandestines, like, you know, that'd be kind of neat. And, her trying to hide who she, I mean, obviously I guess we kind of saw pretty much the, the important beats that we needed to see of, of Aisha's story. But I was like, Oh, you know, that'd be kind of neat to see that, you know, but, uh, 
but yeah, no, so that was cool. Um, oh yeah, another character that I thought did pretty good, uh, and he, he kind of was, he was a good guy, and then he was also kind of a bad guy, but what I liked is that he was a little bit conflicted, especially in the finale, the, uh, because he finds out that his mother, uh, is, has died, um, Najma ends up trying to, uh, she kind of ends up, you know, trying to save her son, because she ends up, uh, touching the bangle and, uh, tearing the veil between, or, you know, tearing the, tearing a doorway between Earth and the Noir dimension, you know, tearing a, a rip in time and space, you know, kind of, to get to her dimension, and she's like, I think I can somehow stop, uh, this from happening, so she, like, touches, you know, she ends up touching the, the, uh, portal, and she ends up dying, she ends up, it's kind of a, not graphic death, but it's kind of like, oh, shit, death. like, she, she crystallizes and forms into, a, like, a hard rock, and then crumbles away, the rock crumbles away, and then you see your skeleton, and it crumbles away, too, it's like, oh, shit, like, that was a quick, probably not painful death, but it was just the sudden quickness of it, it was just, like, an oh, shit, you know, moment, you know, when it first happened, but, um, but, yeah, uh, Kamran, uh, Rish, played by Rish Saw. Uh, he, he did a good job, uh, she, he is Najma's, uh, son, and he is, um, you know, he's trying to, uh, when he finds out that his, his mother and the little group of people, her, their group of people that's, that are with her are like, hey, you know, we are going to, if it, if it comes to it, we're going to kill Kamala, you know, we don't care, we just need to get back home. (laughs) <laughs> you know, we're just going to get the bracelet, you know, and no matter what it takes. And Kamran's like, wait, no, I thought we were, we were going to ease her into all this being a superhero and having this powerful device thing, shit, you know, like, I, weren't, weren't we? And, and, you know, and so he kind of ends up turning against his mother. I thought she was a good villain. Maybe not the best, but I thought she was good. And Kamran kind of slipped into villain territory in the finale. Uh, with, uh, some of his actions, uh, but I thought, I thought he d- did pretty good, and, oh, and the Red Daggers, uh, they were pretty cool, they show up in, I think, episode, I think it was episode five, yeah, I want to say episode five, um, but, yeah, uh, they, they, they were pretty cool, they were kind of like this little group of, uh, of, protectors, you know, they were like a group of protectors who, uh, shield the world from the unknown, you know, in a way, like kind of a secret society of people of kind of a badass assassins and, and ninjas, you know, well, I say ninjas, not exactly ninjas, but you know, these cool crime fighting people, you know, in, in Karachi, you know, that, uh, kind of wear these red masks to kind of hide their face and, and th- th- they were kind of neat, especially the one dude, uh, what was his name? Uh, Kareem. Yeah. He was a member of the Red Red Daggers. And we see him in episode five and I think episode four. Uh, yeah. We see him in episode five and four and five. Uh, and I think episode... And we see him at the very end of episode six. And um, I thought he did a good job too. But yeah. Uh, for, for what a little amount of screen time he had. So... I'm trying to think if there's anything I've forgotten to mention. Uh, I guess that's about it. Um, so yeah, I guess I'll just... Uh, oh yeah, so the show, how the show ends, uh, the last episode. So Bruno, earlier in the show, a few a couple episodes prior to the season finale or series finale, he ends up getting accepted into Caltech. So uh, we see him, Nakia, and Kamala kind of spend you know, one last night together, or, or at least, or I, I think he's about to leave for Caltech, or he's leaving soon, so, you know, we see them kind of spending some time together before he has to go, we don't actually see him go, going to Caltech yet, but, you know, we do that, and, um, <clears throat> and, uh, so we see that, um, we see, uh, everyone on social media, uh, praising Miss Marvel and saying, like, oh, cool, you know, we got a new superhero, and, uh, that was a cool little montage. Uh, the DODC, the people from the DODC, uh, the one, the, the female, uh, the lead, the head of the, or one of the heads of the DODC gets her ass chewed out by her boss. <laughs> it's like, hey, you, you sent a SWAT, you sent a team of our guys 
to go, you direct one, you disobeyed my orders. And two, you sent a team of, of, of our guys to of our soldiers to go attack a bunch of kids in a high school. To, and especially in the age of social media and the fact that there were people around, uh, you know, when you were doing this, that's going to reflect poorly on us. So I'm relieving you of your duties, you know, <laughs> Clean, get, get your shit and get out, you know? <laughs> and, um, but yeah, so, so, you know, they, she gets chewed out and, uh, and just not disbarred, but, uh, fired from her, relieved from her position. Um, uh, oh, uh, and Kamala and her father, Yusef have a nice, and she, she reveals to her family, yeah, that she's, uh, a superhero and her, and, uh, her and her father have a sweet moment, uh, up on the, up on the roof, uh, just outside or the little, not the top of the roof, but like the little roof next to her window, next to her bedroom window. Uh, and they, she ends up getting the idea for her name, for her superhero name is Marvel from her father because Kamala or Kamal, uh, when, when translated from, uh, Urdu, Urdu, uh, Urdu, Urdu, their, uh, the pa- uh, Pakistani language, uh, means, uh, Marvel or like, you know, wonder Marvel, you know, and, and, uh, he says, oh yeah, you were our very own Miss Marvel. You were a very little, our very own little Miss Marvel. And she gets the idea of the, of her name, her superhero name from him. I'm like, oh, that was sweet. And it was a sweet moment, uh, a sweet bonding moment between the two. Um, and Kamran, you know, after he kind of, you know, does attack some of the DODC, uh, in that fight, you know, or in that fight towards the end, uh, Kamala ends up helping him escape, you know, and causing a distraction, a diversion. And he is sent back to Karachi and he is seemingly maybe going to join the Red Daggers because he ends up meeting. We see him very briefly in Karachi meeting up with uh, Kareem, uh, like I said, the the guy who's a part of the Red Daggers, uh, in a restaurant. Like we see uh, Kareem sitting in a restaurant and we see Kamran walking in. So, Uh, so who knows? I feel like we'll probably get a season two because it seemed like they were setting up some stuff with the red daggers and, uh, and, and yeah, so, oh yeah. Okay. So yes, there is an, in typical Marvel fashion, there is a post mid or post credit scene, whichever one you prefer. And they, um, it's, uh, it's pretty interesting. I did. I, cause for some reason I thought, oh, somehow Captain Marvel is going to come in and like somehow uh, Kamala's going to be, you know, fighting crime, you know, we're going to see her in the city and Captain Marvel's going to somehow, you know, she's going to run into her, maybe Captain Marvel's fighting someone on earth or she flies down and says, "Hey, I need your help." And you know, that's like setting up the Marvels, you know, which is the Captain Marvel 2, you know. But no, what it's something very interesting happens. What happens is she the uh Kamala's uh, bangle uh ends up emitting a glow. And it teleports her out of her bedroom, and Carol Danvers, or Captain Marvel, ends up appearing in her place. And it just ends with her looking around like, oh, no, 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 you know. And it's like, and then it ends, and, you know, it pops up, Miss Marvel will return in the Marvels, you know. Again, in typical Marvel fashion, where they, the you know, the text at the very end is, this character will return in this show or this movie, you know. And, uh, and I thought that was cool, so... Yeah, I'm curious to see. I don't know if Carol knows about Kamala's existence yet. I mean, I don't know if she knows she's a superhero, uh, but it seems like she knows something's wrong because she was like, "Oh no, 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 no," you know, like. And obviously, I guess they switched places because Carol is now in her bedroom. So wherever Carol was, Kamala's now in her place. So we gotta, you know, like, what's that about? You know, where did Kamala get sent to? Uh, you know, does Carol? Does Carol already know about Kamala, is aware of Kamala's, uh, superhero persona, you know, cause she just became Miss Marvel. So maybe, maybe not. I don't know, but maybe not. Maybe she just knows that, oh, I was somewhere else and I just got tele. I was somewhere I had to be, or I was needed to be. And I just got teleported into some random kid's bedroom. I got to find out where, where he or she went and I got to get back to, to where I was because I was doing some important shit, you know, <laughs> whatever it was, because we don't know, you know, but, uh, 
but yeah, so there's only the one mid mid or post credit scene. There's nothing at the end or nothing in between that, you know, or nothing after that. So, but, uh, but yeah, so overall the show was good. Uh, again, to me, not as good as Moon Knight. Uh, but you know, Moon Knight was really very good. It was a very, in a way it was like a psychological character study a little bit more than it was a superhero show. And it was a superhero show, but it, it, it was a little bit more than that. It was, it was kind of a deep dive into who Mark Spector was as a character, as a person, you know, and why he became Mark and Steven, why he, beca- why he became, uh, these two people, you know, and why, you know, and, and it was, it was, a it was a very good deep dive into a, it was a good psychological character study, but it was also a good superhero story and a good mystery because they did have a good mystery going from the very first episode. And, you know, we get more and more of the mystery as the show progresses. Um, but, but no, but yeah, this is still a good show too. Uh, it's, uh, you know, got, got a lot of action. Uh, you know, it's got a, you know, Kamala who's very, you know, if you like Spider-Man, you know, you're, you'll probably, if you like the Spider-Man movies, whether they be the Sam Raimi, whether they be the, uh, crap, I almost said Andrew McGuire, whether they're the Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, or the MCU Tom Holland movies, I feel like, but especially the Tom Holland movies, because they're in the MCU, but it, but if you like those, them, uh, I feel like you'll like Miss Marvel, because like I said, there's some similarities there, and it's kind of, you know, it's like a young teenage superhero, you know, doing her thing, you know, or doing their thing, you know, and, um, yeah, you'll like that, uh, if you like the Spider-Man movies, the style, you know, like I said, where we kind of see her doodles come to life and drawings and graffiti, you know, it's, it looks cool. Um, the characters, you know, everyone acts their part, everyone has their part to play and they play it well. Um, I think I'd give it uh, an eight out of 10. Yeah, probably an eight out of 10. Um, and yeah, I binged it all in a, this, this week. Cause it's not that I didn't want to watch it when it first came out, when it came out back in June, cause it premiered like June 8th. And it just ended uh, this Wednesday, but I, but I was also watching so many other shows. I was watching Stranger Things, The Boys, <laughs> you know. So I was watching Barry. I was rewatching Ted Lasso with Dad because I was getting I got him hooked on it. So I was like, uh, or yeah, I got my yeah I got my dad hooked on it, and now I got him hooked on Barry. So I'm rewatching that again. So you know, I just I had to. I was like, okay, I'm gonna get it done, by in time for the review. I just gotta. I'm just gonna wait until the week of, and then I can binge all of it, you know, which, uh, you know, I mean, I didn't, I didn't do with Moon Knight. I watched it weekly, but sometimes, uh, sometimes I prefer to binge watch. Sometimes I prefer to watch it weekly, you know, but, but yeah, I'd say, I'd say it's an eight out of 10. Uh, yeah. And I guess that's it. Action characters. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, what else? I guess that's it. Um, okay. So, well, uh, I guess, well, this review went a little bit longer than I expected. Uh, the next one will be a little shorter, however. But yeah, so that does it for tonight's episode, uh, or the first of tonight's episodes. Uh, join me right after this for the season four finale in which I'll be reviewing, in honor of the its 15th anniversary, I'll be reviewing the Simpsons movie. And yes, I know it's technically not exactly the 15th anniversary, but... Yeah, it's a week and a half early. It's, it's that's I guess that's soon enough. Uh, I'll explain why and that I, I'm reviewing it earlier, or as early as I am in the next episode. But yeah, so next episode, season four finale, the Simpsons movie. I'll see you guys in a few, and uh, yeah, bye. <laughs>